You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Hey, welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show here. Mike Callahan, uh, we know a bit of a hiatus. We've been taking a uh, few weeks off here with the grind of GIE and SA6. Um, and speaking of SA6, got a special guest here, Corey Bettinghouse of Corey's Lawn Service out of Reno, Nevada, 2019 Service Autopilot Academies, biggest badass winner. Um, one of many, uh, Marvin Sausalito, Kirk, uh, Jordan Webb, um, probably a huge honor, Corey, just being um, included in that, that long list of people that have, have come before you. Um, and as we're on the Service Autopilot page here, um, you know, would you mind if, if nobody has heard who you are, just giving a little background of who you are, how you cut your teeth in uh, the lawn care industry, predominantly residential, I believe in Reno, Nevada. And um, if people are wondering what Service Autopilot Academy is, what Elite is, what General Academy, um, we'll probably take a few minutes after you kind of introduce yourself and get some background of what is Service Autopilot Academy if people have never heard of it. Well, yeah, we are in Reno, Nevada and uh, moved here in 2003. Uh, really had no intention or experience in you know the green industry at all. Um, did civil engineering, moved here for, for school and uh, just kind of started this up on the side uh, totally on weekends and just going with it. And when I graduated, there was no engineering job. So we uh, just, uh, I decided to kind of, you know, see what it looked like to, to grow this business. Um, and so at that point in time, went back and got an MBA and uh, just at the same time while slowly growing. And uh, then it just got to a point where it was crazy and felt like, working on Excel spreadsheets and working on uh, <laughs> Chrome tablets that were connected to my Verizon account. And uh, I, I was like, there's gotta be something better. So that's when we found Service Autopilot in 2016 and immediately at the same time jumped in uh, with Academy the same day. Uh, at that point in time, speaking of your your badass winners, uh, Jordan Webb had won that year and he, uh, just very inspirational video. Just, I think it really hit home to uh, a lot of guys and a lot of business owners that were in that exact same spot. Um, so I just remember uh, watching the video, finding Service Autopilot online and uh, just pulling my wife into the room and she watched the video. She's like, whatever that guy is doing, you're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sounds good. So kind of went all in and uh, and man, I, I couldn't be happier. So we've, uh, it's, it's been awesome. Academy is definitely a, a group of guys and uh, a wealth of knowledge uh, that has, uh, that has been amazing. Uh, you just, the, the best part about it is I've always believed in, uh, you know, surrounding yourself uh, with people smarter than you. And I mean, I did that. I mean, in all honesty, I wasn't smart enough to do civil engineering. And if it wasn't for roommates and uh, people that like I teamed up with on projects that helped educate me that, help me get through different programs like that wouldn't happen. I'd say the same thing for Academy where it's just, you're just finding this wealth of knowledge of people and you're, you know, you're accessing it because you're not in competing markets um, or for the most part, not in competing markets that like people are willing to just be an open playbook and be like, yeah, this is what happened to me when I tried that. Or, Hey, have you tried this? You know, a lot of just uh, opportunities there. And then just ultimately just a major wealth of knowledge from uh, Jonathan and uh, Jason. I'm uh, doing monthly uh, meetings and monthly webinars that are just super educational and beneficial. Very cool. Yeah. And if, if somebody's not familiar with Academy, I think Corey did it some just a great justice. And it's um, it, it's basically an, an application process. You actually have to go out and apply for it. Uh, I think there's some screening requirements. Uh, there is the general Academy. And then after uh, a certain period, you can apply to basically be approved for Academy Elite. Um, 
and you mentioned it as well, where you've got a lot of experts like uh, Jason Kopp or Mike Michalowicz or Marcus Sheridan, uh, just to name a few that do some of these um, calls as well. And then I believe they're also recorded where you, if you can't make them live, you can watch them. Then you've got this library. Yeah. Um, one of the things that resonated, as you mentioned, Jordan Webb, um, I, you know, I, I got a little emotional watching his story of, um, I think it was, you know, basically not being around to watch his first child or one of his children of five there, uh, learn how to ride a bike. Um, and I know my entrepreneurial journey, uh, my business actually caused a divorce early in my life. And that was uh, a, a changing point where I built this business that revolved around me. And I think all of us who start a business, um, you may have gotten lucky enough to kind of see the inside before it actually got out of control. Uh, mm -hmm. through that video and obviously the guys and girls in Academy. Um, but I think if, if, if anybody's watching this and you're looking at uh, this business where you're the single point of failure uh, and you don't feel like you have this community, uh, I know just the service autopilot community itself and especially Academy when we flew out to hang out with uh, the guys and girls in Elite last August, um, going over some automations was, was very instrumental um, I think for a lot of people to have that community, I know as an entrepreneur and Corey, I'm kind of curious what you think is it's an, it's a lonely Island that you live on and you think that all the pain and all the suffering and all the struggles and challenges you have are really just applicable to you. And, and there's, there must be something wrong with you as an entrepreneur, but really when we get into this, this ecosystem, especially in the Academy and just service autopilot in general, like hanging out with everybody at SA six, uh, we're sharing those, those, those battles stories from the trenches that we're living day to day, growing a lawn care or home cleaning business or any other service business for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that I, early on. And I mean, my wife wasn't a part of the business with me. I mean, she got to the point where she was helping out uh, quite a bit though, because she saw the burden. So, I mean, she was working full-time as a nurse and uh, then we got to the point of like, Hey, I, I like, I'm either up doing this by myself or you can help me. And so like, I mean, even in my video, I was saying like, it just got to the point for here and there is like, all right, we've got date night coming around because we got to transfer all our information from an Excel sheet into QuickBooks and we got to send out, invoices and stuff and so that's one thing that's you know that one of the most beneficial things i think i just would have kept grinding and maybe maybe found some different efficiencies and things to go uh to improve upon but i just know that uh with that you just learn and have the support of people like that help you make those next steps in business and um i mean i, I think jason and jonathan get asked all the time what, what's the first key hire that i should do and i mean realistically depending on your business model is is it, you don't know, you don't know as an operations guy, is it gonna be your office manager? And I knew for us that we really wanted to focus so much on the customer service end. And that was the biggest thing that I knew to notice that I was slipping on was is if I'm out still doing the work, like I need somebody that's solid in the office. And so our first big hire was our, our office manager. And I mean, it, Nicole has just been phenomenal. And I mean, she's been with us and she she and I have a lot of, a lot of <laughs> in-depth and heartache uh, conversations and just uh, kind of right hand. And uh, like, she is just like what drives the office is kept our customer service off. And like, I mean, we, we just know that that's our priority. And so, I mean, we've hired more office assistants to work around here where she is now like a true office manager and like helping out with uh, Sarah that's doing billing uh, and with Jamie, that's helping with a lot of our, our we have free quote at Corey'sLawnService.com. So like anything that comes in from the website that goes into that. Uh, and then we're actually currently looking to hire a new uh, front office person to just almost direct those calls. And so Nicole's just been killing it. That has like, I mean, initially it was like, you know, training her and bringing that stuff up. But once she took it and ran with it, like, I mean, we just, the amount of compliments we get, it's like, it's way better than I had, you know, than I was doing it. 
And so just the, the thing with that is, is using Academy was using those things. Like, I don't know how long I would have gone to take that step or, you know, how long it would have taken to make that key hire. And I'm just glad that it happens sooner or later. If not, like you said, you just keep writing it, that it's on your shoulders. Oh, I just got to keep grinding. I got to keep grinding. And with encouragements to others and people are like, no, I think this is a really key position you need to hire for. Now it's coming into our business where it's now trying to develop managers and teams and trying to develop that culture that makes is able to execute the, the work instead of just burdening it on your shoulders. Yeah, it was interesting. It's a very similar story. It was well before Academy was around, but um, probably eight, almost nine years ago, I went to uh, Jonathan Petoshenik, the co-founder of Service Autopilot. Actually, he's host to host, to host these roundtables, and it was like a mini uh, Academy for two days. Um, and that's where I actually ended up meeting uh, Garrett uh, Matthews out of Shreveport and uh, Chad Cranston out of uh, Chandler Gilbert, Arizona. And I went there with the one exact thing that I think that you're kind of talking about is um, I wanted to learn from Jonathan, who'd already been there and done that. How do I get out of that constant grind? But how do I set up an office to streamline the workflow um, when we're about to drop thirty-five to forty thousand dollars in marketing in literally a month and a half in the Northeast because it's very compressed selling cycle? But how do we set up that next key hire in the office and structure it with the software to be able to handle that influx and get those estimates out and follow up on them? So that um, was my huge takeaway from that roundtable. Obviously, finding some lifelong friends of Chad and Garrett yeah. and having our own little masterminds group for a while that um, you know basically supplemented well before Academy was there of having mm -hmm. that support network and push us as a, as emotional and uh, you know just support to drive that through. So. Um, it sounds like Academy is just one hell of a, a thing to get into if you're looking at it. Um, and one of the other couple of things I, I've been dying to ask is um, it sounds like you guys in, in at least Elite Academy as well as regular Academy, there's some trips and uh, some group bonding. One of the, one of the uh, famous or we'll call it infamous trips is the, uh, the Vegas trip. So uh, obviously what happens in Vegas, we can't talk about. But uh, if you were to give us a key overview of, of, of some of these trips, the bonding, and maybe some of the things like when Jason Cup and other individuals come in, for these events, um, obviously it's not just all fun. There is some learning as well. Yeah, for sure. They, uh, so it's actually funny. So I haven't done, so the two levels in Academy is, uh, yeah, kind of your base membership and then the uh, elite level. And so the elite level um, realistically has extra accountability, extra trips, um, kind of a lot more of a deep dive focus. I know like you've been to one of those and I just, I haven't, I actually had um, Jonathan one time he came in or several years ago at uh, the, I think it was SA, I think it was SA3 where they did a, a raffle and I, I won a um, consultation from Jonathan and he came out here and I, I was like, in this emotion, I'm like, man, uh, you know, Academy has been great uh, for this year. And I, it's just been awesome. Is it really worth it to do the elite? And he's like, can you do the, can you do the trips? And the extra trips at that point in time, like, I mean, I still, I have three kids that are five years and younger and I'm just like, man, I already did go into the conference and Vegas and stuff. I'm like, I really can't, I, I can't afford it. And I can't also like, you know, afford to leave my family behind doing that. So that's where to this point, that I still haven't joined the elite group. I mean, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen in the in the future. I would I would absolutely love to and be honored to be in that group uh, to do those trips. But um, still, right now, like in the regular academy, yeah, the Vegas trip is awesome. It it is a great launching point to be able to um, to meet a lot of the people that you see on Facebook on the Facebook group where we're posting ideas or you hear the questions in Jonathan Jason's uh, conversations, and then so you're like, oh, you're that guy. Okay, I remember this, and you know, and then you you can pull aside, and I mean, again, Vegas is open 24 hours, so you're literally just having conversations nonstop. Uh, while having fun. And I mean, I've even gotten to the point where I remember going my, my first year and 
you know, would, would stay by myself, like in a room and then, but I'm like, man, this is secluded. And so then it was just like, now it's like reaching out to guys and some people may not like bunking together, but I'm a total extrovert. And, uh, you know, and so I was like, Hey, do you guys want to, uh, you, you know, you want to room up for, uh, for this trip? And so, so it's even gotten to the point with that, like close enough where it's like, you know, it saves us some money, but at the same time, then also we find ourselves like looking at the clock, like, oh my gosh, it's six o'clock in the morning. We've been talking for three hours since we left telling everyone we're going to bed at 3 a.m. And now it's 6 a.m. And we've talked for another three hours. So it's just, I mean, the people in it are great. I'd say it's a little, you know, it's just, it's hard. I mean, be, being vulnerable in Academy is probably the the, the biggest um, thing. Like uh, it, we just have the tendency and I've, I even noticed that at the conference where you feel like you have such a short time with somebody or you want to catch up and you just want to be like, oh yeah, the year's been great. We've grown by this. This is what we did in revenue. This is our goals. But I mean, it, 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 the reality is, is, is your growth is going to come when you're real with other people, when you're sharing your struggles, when you're sharing uh, your issues and the, and the thing, because the pain point in life is where you start seeing the most success. Um, so I've noticed that I've, I've seen, you know, there's a lot of people that are still involved in Academy, but they'll just be like, oh yeah, this is what we do. We're always, you know, it, I don't know how to describe it. Like just always kind of have this like success face, but you see a lot of the guys that get a lot out of it are the ones that are like, dude, I've, I've, I've got, I feel like I got no other option. And that's when you see like everyone kind of go from that, those side conversations to really diving in and being like, okay, like give us the logistics, you know, remember, remember a few years ago uh, for the group. And I, I mean, I know it wasn't beneficial for all, but he literally last minute came to the Vegas trip. Absolutely. Last minute came to the Vegas trip. And, and I mean, one of our, our round table session was just diving into him, just trying to be like, okay, we see that you're, you're, feel like you're at the very end and like you're either done or something major has to change. And like we spent most of that session talking about like his business and how he can improve and kind of collaborating in that. So that's what's honestly like having the vulnerability once you can get there and you build the relationships and trust, and then there's just so many options that are available to you. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Want a free guide to secrets of simple growth automation? Head over to www.startsimplegrowth.com and click Get Started. We'll deliver our guide to your messenger. Plus, enter to win a free estimator chatbot. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think even like with this small group with Garrett and Chad and I had a few others mm -hmm. that uh, the first trip or so, you know, just A-type, you know, males trying to pump our chests up. And after that, we got over that and we were real and we were honest about where we were at. Um, that's what the benefit out of that group and Academy. And I know I had some really, really late night conversations with folks down around the bar and the hotel lobby of at SA six and same thing kind of, Hey man, I'm on my last legs. Like this is where I'm at. What can I do? And that's, that's where that group of individuals, even outside of Academy um, and that SA ecosystem really comes in and just, I feel mm -hmm. like sweeps in and helps. Um, there's no judgment. It's we've all been there. Um, and, and it's talking about no judgment and being there and, and kind of the things, I guess, as we're, we're looking to scale that business to a million beyond. And that just seems to be, um, where everybody wants to be. Um, and the real, the realistic part is really like five to 7% of all small businesses, no matter the industry ever break the million. So that's kind of like that, um, uh, elusive mark. But I know a lot of business owners think that when we break that million mark, all the problems go away and it's like this this amazing thing and I, I can break down on some of my experiences with that too as well but um i'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of let you lead is kind of your take on this because i know uh as entrepreneurs when we hit those milestones and there's quite a few people um in the sa academy as well as some of the inner circles that we're, we're hanging out with um have broken that elusive million dollar mark uh just this year 
And I know at least in my struggles, um, I always get to the five yard line. And, and by the time I pass that goal line, I'm looking at the next thing. I never celebrate the win. So um, my personal advice to anybody watching this is uh, business is tough. We're all, we're all sharing the same struggles, but when you hit those milestones or you put that mark up on the wall, um, take a day or two and, and revel in it, enjoy it. Um, but when you're there and once you break that million mark, maybe the half million or three quarters of a million, um, in your experience, Corey, if you break those milestones, is, is it picture perfect and things of like, you know, sun shined out and come out and you're, it's perfect. Or, uh, what does that look like when you break that million mark in your opinion, in your experience, I guess. Yeah, man, the, um, it's, it is kind of crazy. Cause I think even, you know, it, we've, we've heard a lot, you know, as, as through educational pieces or even just through reading articles and podcasts, like you see the, the business development growth. Um, but one of them is that million dollar mark where you just kind of, and I think you just get so honed in on it where I, at least early on, when I think I was doing below a half million revenue, there was just so much in my mind. It's like, man, I'm going to have all the processes in place. I'm going to have a good management structure. I'm going to have an operations manager that's golden with, you know, a field manager that's got it. And Nicole's going to have like five people under her. We're going to have everything sorted out once we hit a million. And it's just, I mean, maybe there's, I mean, like I said, I surround myself with people smarter than myself. So that might be possible, but it wasn't the case here, you know? Um, so, I mean, there is still, I mean, when you hit it and I'm sure at any point in business, man, it could be from when, you know, the first year you do $20,000 and you're just trying to figure out what a piece of equipment can I buy? That's not going to put me in debt. That's going to, you know, be efficient enough. And that's a huge dilemma and it's a legitimate one, you know, I mean, because that like right now, that's not even something we think about. We're just, you know, we're just, okay, but we've got how many pieces of equipment we got to get? Let's get it. We know what we're going to do. But then, you know, I mean, the struggles just change. The evolution of the business just changes from year to year. Um, and so it was a little bit of a sad reality, to be honest with you. And that's, I mean, and it, this came up last year. A friend of mine um, that is, I just won't say a name just in case he doesn't want it. But I mean, having a conversation with him, uh, he's kind of in the area of growing close uh, with him. And he last year hit a million dollars. And I think there was a lot of us that were like, you know, that was our goal for last year. We were like trying to get there and trying to push because we're just thinking that it's this, you know, it's this on a pedestal. You're putting it on a pedestal. And so, and he's just like, you know what? Once it happened, he's like, all I'm thinking about is the next thing. And already thinking about the things that I still got to change in the business and I got to do this. And so it was, a, it was a good perspective because this year um, he put that out and a few other guys that have been that is, is that you do need to celebrate the wins. You need to be able to, to stop and be like, look, this is your goal. You hit your goal. Like you need, you need to like enjoy and look back at what you did. And one thing that was really cool this year, I actually, the beginning of the season wrote down uh, like six goals I had. And, and I, I was just cleaning my office like the other week and I pulled it out and I read through that list. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like, I met all these goals, except there was the, the one that I didn't is I want to take, I've got an old boat that my parents owned and I bought it after them and it was 1982 sleek craft. And I really wanted to get into boating more, but we did a lot of traveling this year instead. So that was the only goal on there. One, it was like, take the boat out at least three times this season. And that was the only thing that wasn't on there. But I mean, the losing the weight, keeping it off, like hitting our goal of 1.1 million this year. And like now we're actually getting to, I mean, we're projected to do about 1.35 to end. Um, the, to be able to make sure I'm not working on Saturdays like these, I was like, Oh my, that was like a moment where I could actually stop back and comprehend and physically see it. Um, so I mean, the two things that I would say is like, don't put like a certain revenue mark as thinking that once I'm there, then I'm going to get it. But at the same time, if you hit your goals to celebrate them, like, I mean, if you're married, 
man, take your wife out for a nice dinner. Go, go, you know, if you're into, you know, wine, get a nice bottle of wine and celebrate. Just take a night, you know, to, to go off of it. Don't just be grinding the next day. I mean, if it's your team that you really want to celebrate with, man, we, we, we've done a couple of different barbecues and we went, and, uh, you know, I mean, we, we celebrated like the wins and been able to celebrate, you know, with office and key people that are in the business. So whatever it is, I just suggest it because I, I even quickly, um, quickly oversaw it. And I, I felt like I didn't take it in to, to say that, hey, we met these goals. Say one of the, the coolest, it, just one last little side story. I had a bet with another business owner that's in town. He owns a couple coffee shops and he and I meet together here and there. And we really wanted to be like, we had that same goal last year, like hit a million. And so we set the side bet up like, all right, first guy that hits a million dollars in revenue owes the other guy at least a hundred dollar bottle of scotch. So, I mean, if you win, you lose which didn't make sense, but it was kind of funny. And so like, for me, like that was a celebration. Like I remember going and being like, oh my gosh, this bottle of Lagavulin, that was the distiller's edition. I freaking love it. And I was like, he's gonna love it. I wrote him this card and like did everything and went to one of his shops. And I was like, hey, is the boss gonna be here in the next day or two? And I put it on his thing. And that was a good celebration. So I mean, whether you do it for yourself or somebody else, like enjoy it because it's not going to be perfect after, after you hit it. <laughs> Never is. I'm wondering if the after party after that bottle of scotch was at the old Pepper Mill uh, resort down in the Reno. One hell of a place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a great place. We showed up for a consulting game. We showed up. I wasn't sure if it was work or spring break, but uh, ended up being work. But one hell of a place. <laughs> yeah. The arena so, awesome. I love, I love this town. Absolutely love this town. I always try and sell people on this town. And so if anyone ever wants to visit, like I'm always down to meet up. I mean, whether you're a skier or a golfer or an outdoors enthusiast, man, you got the, the um, rim trail that's around Lake Tahoe. That's like 150 miles. So I know there's big hikers. You got Squaw Valley that's hosted, you know, Olympics. And I mean, just in town, it's just, it's a phenomenal town. So yeah, I, yeah. I love it here. It's a cool spot. Great trip. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate your time, Corey. And as we kind of wrap it up here, um, I, I guess is any closing thoughts and what I, I just kind of want to recap of what you talked about. And, uh, you know, I, I think that once we all let our guard down and we're all kind of in the, the mindset of abundance, I guess, you know, we're really not direct competitors. We're all working in different markets. Um, none of that is really going to be an easy road. And I think we just keep that in perspective. Like Corey said, let's celebrate those wins. But one of the things that, um, and I think I might've was, I was talking to Jordan Webb and a couple other guys uh, from Academy and Academy elite um, down by the bar area the day after SA six, um, they'd come from a, a group event and I, I came from a cleaning company. We we're talking about um, just kind of some of the things we had been through. And it was interesting that, um, I don't think Jordan really realized some of the struggles, even we went into Callahan's to break that million mark and beyond. Um, there was a couple of turning points where even in our business, like we literally, we were on the brink of, you know, we could have gone down a really ugly road. And one of them um, is, and I think it's something that I would recommend. And I'm kind of curious your take on it after I kind of put a spin on it here is um, going out and constantly recruiting. And I know labor is the biggest issue, but we had a massive issue it was probably six or seven years ago. It was right after, um, maybe a little bit longer, but it was right after my divorce. And I had kind of gotten away from all the things we had done well in the business because I just was kind of not in a good spot. But we had um, basically had a staff of, I don't know, probably 15, maybe 20 people at that point. Um, and about 60% of our staff one Monday morning when I came in actually were gone. No one was there. And I was looking around. I'm calling. All the phones were turned off. I couldn't believe it. But what had actually happened is our um, our core group or the majority of our core group had actually left and tried to start their own company. 
they were cannibalizing our, our client base. Uh, so instead of doing what I probably should have done is just go out and started recruiting immediately. I jumped on a truck and was bouncing around trying to help everybody get the work done. Um, but that catapulted and kind of set my mind of constantly building as Jonathan calls it the, vir the virtual bench, right? And I talked about at this point, just building the bench like a sports team. So if the guys and the girls on the field aren't producing, we've got a bench to replace and basically a qualified labor pool. Um, but one of the things I didn't really talk about after that is, we kind of pulled out of that a little bit and within about two weeks um, out of probably the 16 or 17 trucks, all but one of them had all the windows smashed in and they ripped all the tablets and all the phones out of the dashboard because they're bolted in. Um, and then that obviously was disheartening. And then another two to three weeks later, we went back to the shop and a third of our equipment was gone. So the only reason I share these stories is, is a lot of times when people will see these videos of really successful people like Corey on here and they're going to see the highlight reel. Um, but, but I think that the thing I really want to highlight here is it's not always the highlight reel. It's the disasters behind the, the scenes that make us the entrepreneurs we are. And it's the support group of people like NSA or SA6 or the Academy that um, have been there, done that, and can tell you about it and show you how to avoid those things. It, it, you know, Luckily, hopefully you avoid those type of things. But if you get them, they can help you get out of it because most of these things that you're going to go through, you have gone through. People have been through. Um, and I'm sure you've got your own war stories. But I mean, that's something I kind of want to candidly talk about because a lot of times I, I, I get the perception sometimes um, that people think that road to a million and beyond is, is this really smooth path. And it's not. Um, and I think that's really why I appreciate you, Lori, or, or Corey, because a lot of times, you know, we're lucky enough to avoid some of those things, but sometimes we're not. And I think that where this community that we're in is so great is um, once people let their guard down, which they really have in this community, they're willing to share the good and the bad and how to avoid those disasters. Um, and I'd say 99% of that thing that happened to me could have been completely avoided um, if I had a group like Service Autopilot Academy and somebody had, you know, talked about securing your shop or, how do you handle employee um, theft or these different things that happen that we had to figure out on our own along the way. So um, I just really appreciate you being honest in bringing the real, but obviously talking about your journey along the way. So as we close up here, I know you've got um, some really valuable time here and I don't want to monopolize that, but um, if anybody's looking at service autopilot, service autopilot Academy, or any kind of takeaways in your, in your journey to this million of 1.1 and beyond right now, um, you know, floor is yours before we close it up. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, obviously, like, I, I, everyone's journey is going to be a little crazy and it's going to be different. And I mean, where that's all at and don't want to say, hey, once you, you, you hit that mark, it's not, a, you know, it's not butterflies and rainbows. But at the same time, like, there is, it, there is the hardships, like, I mean, what you're dealing with. And I know for me, like, this biggest focus, like, I mean, it, for, for years and early on is just market, 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 and, like, get, get more clients, get more clients, get more clients. And we've had... A, ton of growth and but i have you know i have employees here that are now like depending on me and they're like Corey, we we see what you're doing in this town we see your vision we see like how this business is structured and so now like i'm really seeing the involve like the evolution of this business is like okay we have we we still need to keep doing those items in the marketing, but like focusing on our core team. And I mean, there's a lot of things that need to happen of, uh, you know, of training, uh, of just bringing guys up, 
uh, offering more benefits for for our employees, whether they're you know traditional type or not. It's something I've even brought up in Academy. Like there, there's what you're talking about too. It's just talking like what are benefits that you offer for your employees and really investing in their team, lightening the load. I mean, Nicole, like I said, our office manager is a freaking rock star. And um, and like we wouldn't be anywhere close to where we're at right now, but ultimately her plate is it's overflowing. It's absolutely overflowing. And so whether that is automations or whether that is another hire, like this is a priority. When we got back from service autopilot, like this was something, a conversation we sat down and had and we're like, Coming into winter, this is a huge priority is figuring out what our management's gonna look like of in the field, out of the field, or yeah, out of the field. What does it look like for Nicole and what she needs? And so, I mean, so each time there is that struggle, but yeah, like I mean, like you're saying at the end, is just having the people to be able to 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 catapult your ideas, to be able to talk to people with. I mean, that is that is the key core structure. And whether you do you know, academy or not, like, I mean, finding the people that you can trust. One thing I, I still have a huge desire with in Reno is because again, I love this town. I love doing business, even with our competitors. There's a guy that recently just signed up for uh, service autopilot and academy. And I mean, and so he and I like have been talking, we've been referring stuff out and like, I mean, it's just better for us to be collaborative than combative. And, um, you know, other competitors that are in town is just finding that, but like, I want to find with other business, uh, you know, I've got other friends that are business owners in town that I've got, uh, you know, the guy that owns a coffee company, I've got a marketing company that's in here. Uh, I got a guy that is a barbershop owner. And like, I mean, just a lot of us where I just want to still find that community is like, look, you know, we're all in the same town. We're all business owners. We all have struggles and like finding those people that you can surround yourself on. So it could be as simple. I mean, I know some people like do even like BNI, which is more marketing based and stuff like that. But I mean, that's been even helpful for our business. But the key is do not do not do this solo. Do not do this solo unless you are wanting to stay under a quarter million dollars, which if that's where you want to stay and you're comfortable with like that, it, that would have probably been the sweet spot to just be able to do it solo, you know, and be like, OK, let's make this as efficient as possible and let's run one truck, two trucks max. And doing that, but if your desire is to build a bigger business, it is going to continue to evolve and it's going to grow. And like what where we were at two years ago is a totally different position than what I need to focus on as an owner this year and upcoming into the next year, which means I need to continue to educate myself. I need to continue to ask the hard questions because I don't know what that is. But if we're going to be successful at doing it, like I need to educate and I need to listen and hopefully not just learn completely through trial and error. So Academy is great at that. Different other roundtable groups are great at that. Just any place you can get a wealth of knowledge, whether again, it's Academy, the service autopilot, you know, Facebook, or Facebook group page or anything like that. I just would really always encourage each other, you know, other people to, to lean on, lean on others. Awesome, man. Can't thank you enough. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm guessing knowing you, your hat may be back in the ring next year for 2020 badass of the year. Maybe a repeat. It's never been done before. If anybody's got a shot at it, uh, you're definitely up. I know Marvin Salcido um, maybe one hell of a run at it uh, this year for, for a second attempt on stage. So um, huge shout out to, to uh, Chase Coates and uh, Marvin as well for, for, for some pretty stiff competition there, man. So congrats. Uh, appreciate kind of lifting the hood on your operations and where you're at mentally psychology and where you're going in the future. So um Thanks again, brother. Hope to see you at SA7 on stage with a maybe a repeat of the biggest badass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. We'll see. I'll let I'll let Marvin be the first to conquer that hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. Everybody Thank else, uh, we'll be looking uh, for the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, 
Corey and I for any of the uh, recorded questions. If you have specific questions for myself or Corey, um, I'm happy to get those questions to him and uh, he can answer you online or for offline. Sure. Let's say what's up to uh, Kyle as well watching. What's up? All right. Kyle? Next oh, week. Yeah. Kyle and I actually have a phone call in 11 minutes. Uh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds good. We will see you again on the SA Weekly Talk Show, getting back in our weekly rhythm. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, upstate New York here for next week for probably uh, two deep dives, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm going to be shooting for uh, Friday next week uh, based on my simple growth schedule, but uh, going to really, really try to go live, if not recorded once a week to um, just kind of drive it home here through the winter season as we're coming up to it and get ready for that uh, spring of 2020. Can't believe it's already coming. So Corey, we'll see you soon. Appreciate it, brother. Cool. Thanks. All right. See you. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.